Electrician's Monday Club brought to you by MyEnergy.com. Hello, it's Sam, your favourite host from the Monday Club. I just wanted to let you know about MyEnergy.com. They are UK manufacturers of eco-smart home tech, including the world-leading EV car charger, the Zappi, and the awesome power diverter, the Eddy. Now, it's time for Monday Club. Hello and welcome to the Electrician's Guide to Everything Monday Club. Tonight we are joined by the man, the myth, the legend. The, the uh, well, the legend that is Sparky Ninja. Hello, my man, David Watts. That must have been painful, Sam. That must have been really painful, mate. Why? <laughs> no. <laughs> Why? No? Okay. Hello, everyone. How are you? Yeah, good as it happens. Yeah, glad, well, glad you took the offer up. I think it's, um, I think it's a real... A real good step, I think it's, um, yeah. Is that coffee? This time of night. Followed by the brew dog. Oh, I line them up. Wait, what's a brew dog? Come on, you must know what a brew dog is, surely. My mates do brew dog, I don't get it. I don't, is, is that it a like northern a... thing? Is it a northern thing? No, it's not a northern thing. No, it's, a, it's, a, it's just a beer. Ah, who's drinking... Listen, this is this is the worst thing, right? I've what? been doing sober October. Every time I come on here, everyone's drinking. I'm hey, I'm up. Oh, What's that's nice, that is. It's lovely. Mark's oh, on the first... vodka. Yeah, Mark's on the vodka. <laughs> yeah, pint of vodka. Pint of vodka, of course it is. So, in traditional Monday Club fashion, the, the whole point of this is to talk about sort of what we've been up to. So, um, Dave, what have you been up to? What's been going on? What, last week or today or what? Yeah, well, yeah. generally. Um, doing I mean, normal shenanigans online, trying to help people out and waiting for someone to tell me to come away from my computer and stop helping people out. Uh, work training is, um, for people like me, it's taken a bit of a dive because I do lots of contracting training. So a lot of companies that have me on a contract, they obviously, a lot of, a lot of classrooms are now much smaller. Mm. So they can't really pay the rate of the some contractor. So they're now getting their actual full-time guys to do the training. Um, so I've had to go around some companies to remind their trainers on the training. Um, doing some online training. Last week, uh, I did some 7909 training uh, in the evenings. And then on Thursday, I went to, where did I go? I went to Sheffield. To, um, you know Monty, the guy at Arena Training? Yeah, I don't know him, but I know Arena Training, yeah. Yeah, Pete Monford. Uh, I went down there and I met up with the guys from NET. You know, the guys who do the AM2. No, nice. the guys who control and manage the AM2 assessment. Oh, like um, sort of a governing body kind of thing. Part of yeah, the ECA, yeah. another another branch of ECA. But they're the guys <laughs> that create the standard of the AM2 assessment. They write it, they uh, coordinate it, and they are very strict with it. And um, people are getting about thirty-seven percent average pass marks. Everyone's failing it. Yeah. So they're trying to create some support mechanisms to help people with the AM2 assessment. And they've asked me to come in and help. So I went down there and did some recording, some video stuff. Um, Has it got oh, I harder I th then? Has the AM2 got harder? I, I, I would suggest no, because um, the AM2 no longer requires actual um, erection of wiring systems. Is this the AM2S or still the AM2? AM2, AM2S, and now the oh. AM2E. Or is it M? So when I'm I was... Sure one. When I'd done it, whenever it was, 10, 12 years ago, it was... Um, you didn't actually have to put in any containment. You just done, mm. just followed a wiring diagram, just really. Followed, yeah, followed, a lot of people still don't do that. A lot of people still don't read the drawing. But no, when, when it, in my old time, 
there was a bench and there was one bit of tube on it, one bit of trunk in on it. And you had to obviously put the tube in with a bubble set. And if you needed more resource, failed. You know, you weren't allowed more resource. It's a one. Yeah, piece. that's it. So, yeah. so bend it, then cut it. You know, that kind, yeah, of, yeah. Uh, yeah, that yeah. kind of thing. I've never um, done that, M2. I've never done it. No, they, um, <clears throat> they changed it a number of years ago. It's no longer a fabricating a wiring system. That is done, however, in the City and Guild qualification. It's halfway down the line. Uh, where it's obviously assessed by in- internal assessors, but it's now more. There's just so much to do. You know, they've got things like SY cable in there as well now, and obviously S band wide. I don't know. I don't know. I have kind of questioned that myself. But other people um, that that sort of the companies are they aware that 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 is sort of seen as a sort of frowned upon amongst real proper electricians? I mean, you get it used in the in the AC industry and things like that. But I think as it's a thing, it's a box to tick to inspect. It's like the new the new thing that they're doing this um, skim skim assessment. This skim, if you're going to go for the uh, the mature candidate, there's a list of things you're supposed to look at, and it's called a, a skim assessment or a skill assessment where you're doing it yourself, and it's in there. S Y, uh, as if that's part of an electrician's requirement to be able to perform that. And to be fair, if you were to select that cable type, a lot of people don't know the proper way of landing it. Yeah, I wouldn't have a clue there because um, you, you know you have to get a specific gland and you have to go up both sides and then you do it and you do it in the clockwise direction there's a specific method i think G- gary put a video on gsh with it with input terminate in it um but i agree it's it's, it's it's frustrating that stuff like that has come in but things like fabricating a bond uh, you know a conduit set and all that stuff has come out but but no the uh, the long story is the past markers in the 30s they want to try to find ways to make that better so they, i had a meeting with them in london just before covid hit and I was basically talking about things like, you know, a lot of apprentices aren't really taught, you know, shown the AM2 at the beginning and during the middle of their apprenticeship. It's more a case of go through college, then right at the end, prepare you for a last little exam or a last little practical thing. But you can do an AM2 refresher course, can't you? It's like five days where you basically <clears throat> go in there and do the AM2 for a couple of days. And Yeah, I yeah. mean, there's, yeah, and that's, I think that is kind of the problem in that a lot of colleges reverted to doing it that way. And so net was seen that a lot of companies were trying to help and a lot of learners were relying on that to help them, but they weren't prepared. Yeah. The employers weren't preparing them. And the biggest problem that they're finding is one, you just mentioned it, Sam, reading the freaking drawing in front of you properly mm. and following it. And the other one, which they're all failing on is their experience in inspection and testing. Cause they just can't develop that in a day. And yeah. They can't develop that, that end point. Yeah. I'll be really honest with you. When I did my AM two, don't know how i passed it to be honest because i didn't do enough testing and inspect uh, inspecting and testing at college because you only do the bare minimum um and i was testing um social housing and i've said it before i said it on the wheels electrical podcast just listened to today was um testing from the van i would be driving the van the electrician i was paired up with would be (laughs) give us a number between 30 and 50 uh, and 60 and you'd be like 52 and he'd be like right okay that's 52 so that was that's my so experience terrible. of testing i, I was, was lunacy i when i worked with a um housing association in bracknell the lads would be kicked out of the depot in the morning by 8 30 they go straight down to mcdonald's and the guys doing eicls or periodics back then would be already filling in yeah the paperwork over over the mcmuffin in the morning yeah they're already filling in the schedule 
Because yep. when you work in a place like that, you know, oh, in this district, they're all that type. In this district, they're all that type. So they're already populating the forms and they're already starting to put in numbers. And to be perfectly honest, if they do it every day in the same districts, they're not far off. Yeah. And that is, that is an issue, is when they can think up numbers and they see that they're not far off, it takes over. Um, it does. Uh, some, of the stuff, some of the stuff, I, when I, I, I said it's fresh in my head because I listened to the podcast today with Wills. Um, it's the... Uh, it's such a bad way to get into. I had such a pony apprenticeship doing that so social housing. And there's so many bad habits that you pick up. And once you picked up a bad habit as an apprentice, it's quite hard to shake. That's the so, other thing that they, they say, the AM2, everyone that fails because they bring in bad habits. This is so common with people who've been getting in touch with me recently saying how the apprenticeships they're getting on site, you know, they're not really been taught how to do these things. So they're, they're metal munching for a couple of years and they're not really been ex- having the, the, the practical skills you would need in such a wide range mm. demonstrated to them. So they're asking for not just support with getting jobs. You're hearing them ask for things like where they can I more find than that, though, don't some learning? Yeah, where can we find some learning thinking, to do with AM2? And They're thinking uh, the next job will be like the last job and they're not seeing the job being the, the actual thing that's going to help them along. So can some, like they've, they've been doing this with me. They, they, they ask me for help, but then they stay around me because I'm the person giving them positive help and advice and support and they're not getting that in other places, so they keep coming back. Uh, yeah. and a lot of employers just don't provide it. So what's the actual... I've always struggled to understand what the point of the AM2 actually is in terms of what's the goal of, of the governing bodies to have the AM2. Is it to verify that the MVQ has not been um, fraudulently obtained? It's is a driving it ver- test. Think, of, think about your lesson. When you learn to drive, you build up a relationship with your, with your driving instructor. They come to understand how you are, the kind of things that need to repeat and help you understand. But they come to understand you. And that can happen in a training environment especially when we have small small classes these days where you've got an, a, a guy who does the instruction and then the assessing. It's, it's really not supposed to happen because mm. the guy who's going to assess you wants you to succeed. Of course, yeah. And that gets in the way. And the, the, oh. so it's like the driving test. You've got that person who's completely non-related to you, doesn't know anything about you, hasn't got no relationship with you, and they stick to the form. They stick to the standard. And that's kind of what the AM2 does. It's very, it's very protected. You're not allowed to wander around and look at the assessment rigs. The spec is very, very strictly controlled. And the assessors, even, even in the way it's supposed to work, the assessors in the actual training establishments that do the AM2 assessing are not supposed to actually socialize and integrate with the other trainers. They're not supposed to kind of mingle in really case they can be feeding. Of, yeah, there's very strict processes. It's, and I had this chat with the guys last week. Training is... I mean, you guys may know how I feel about training, but the AM2 is kind of, to me, it's like the last shield of protection of a good standard of training. Um, and it's very, very vulnerable to being completely popped and corrupted. But right now, people just aren't getting through it because they're not passing, because they're not prepared for it. I've got a question for you, Ninja. So now, I'm going to call you Ninja because it's better than calling you Dave or Dave Watts or Mr. Watts or... Well, his parents would strongly disagree with that. <laughs> no, I think ninjas. I'd like to be called ninja. Yeah, Who want to be called ninja? Yeah. Um, I'm with you on that. Right. Yeah. So, what is your opinion on? I've brought this up a few times on um, MVQ that you get pre-filled out. Well, it's not what it's supposed to be. An MVQ is supposed to be a uh, collection of performance evidence. 
The idea of the MVQ is the assessor using a method of assessment um, skills such as observation, instruction, professional discussion. There are many, many different ways, witness testimony, an assessor can actually get assessment and evidence to then help you fill a portfolio. But it's, it's supposed to represent you having performed that skill in the workplace. So being pre-filled, it's, it's, it's pointless. So for me, mm. my biggest bugbear with it, um, other than the obvious, is that a lot of the um, awarding bodies, is that the right term? Like um, IET, for instance, or, um, you know, JRB, ECS, whatever you want to call them, um, even SparkSafe, use the MVQ level three mm. as their benchmark. What else is it? Yeah, that's exactly right. But we've had a discussion before, Sam, though. Where they come from, can't you? Hmm? So you can check the source, like so. We know there's certain companies that offer this, and yeah, they don't, they don't go that far though, will they? That's the problem. Um, they won't go that far to check who's provided the portfolio, and they would then have to go through the whole rigmarole of actually then verifying the way the portfolio was, portfolio was actually filled in. Um, mm. it's, people want to do the best job, but they want to do it the quickest way, yeah, and the most simplistic way. And when you have all that, you end up getting crap at the end of it but see, yeah there's there's nothing else there's nothing else see, the, the only way sam the only real way to combat what you're alluding to is literally for for businesses to sign up to a scheme where a an assessor could come out unannounced at any time to any job and look at the standards of your work that's the only way it could ever be flawless and that just it's just not a, it's not possible um it's just not possible under yeah. health safety and all these sort of things it's just not possible well it's a bugbear of mine <laughs> <But> everything <laughs> you know everything is subject to quality assurance and training is subject to quality insurance we have internal quality and external now an awarding body in training you know sitting guild cal they are going to periodically come out and do a quality assurance visit very much like a cps would do it for an electrician they're going to tell you the date the time and what they'd like to sample and so the training venue can then get that prepared, mm. you know? So, and this is the problem. It's, mm. Yes. And so they know that there is this other process of um, getting portfolios done, but they won't actually fix it. Well, and I, so I would point my finger straight at the awarding bodies, and then I'd probably point it further at Ofqual. I've had this conversation with my mum because she's actually an MVQ assessor in the nursing industry. Electrician going through it. No, she's not. But it, it's like <laughs> it's a different. Yeah, she's a, she's a shit out electrician actually. Yeah. No, it's a different intra industry. But I was asking her if these kind of loopholes exist because we're saying we can't we can't do anything about it. We can't stop it. We can't change it. People will find a loophole if there's one to be found. And from what she tells me, it doesn't go on in the nursing industry because obviously this is the health implication of people getting terrible healthcare. Um, so it can be regulated in a way, is what we're saying is we don't you have the funding. Goes on. Possibly, the nursing, but we don't the have the funding system in place to have the no. same and system that they do. That's just a practicality of our trade. Yeah. I mean, the nursing industry, like with any kind of NHS kind of industry, they're, they're, they're kind of, they're very on top of CPD. Uh, you know, they'll have to regularly submit and contribute CPD. So all of that is quality controlled and, you know, audited. Um, we lose complete control of that when we issue a guy a card and we let them off and we don't retain quality monitoring of the way they perform to that degree. Mm. Um, and it's the same with training companies and MVQs. But it's also you know? fair to say that we, we, we sometimes 
put too much focus onto the training companies, onto these people. The, the employers have got a large amount of response to bear here by ensuring that the people that they're training, the future of their company and the future of the industry are properly trained. Um, if they're signing mm -hmm. up to the sort of companies that are offering, offering um, pre-written uh, portfolios, I mean, what a horrendous business model. I mean, it's crazy, isn't it? Because that's the people again, that will be running I mean, their money in the future. A lot, a, lot of, a lot of employers don't think the college really helps them at work. They think that the college is just a hindrance because they don't use what they learn at college yeah. Yeah, at work, right, do they? So, yeah. so they kind of they detach from how important college is to work. And so they just keep, you know, take your day off, go to college. Then after a year or two, a year or three, then, you know, yeah, get through that, done. And they, they, they don't integrate with work enough. And we see employers, large employers, we see, uh, you know, we see um, Rolls-Royce, we see Airbus and all these companies getting involved in creating apprenticeships and training, but then they become very bespoke to their industries. We don't see bigger industries or bigger employers actually designing our apprenticeships. We see them consult to some degree, but they don't really control it and they don't watch it. There's a lot employers of should, should take a full, full part of that. There's a lot of apprentices who've been in touch um, through Apprentice One to One, saying that they don't often see any sort of mentorship on site, so they're just left with other apprentices. Mm. They're not getting that um, that supervision from their employers, and they're like crying out for more one to one training, like I had when I started out in the industry with a sole trader, working solely with them on a day to day basis. Um, there's just not a lot of that out there from, it's from one the, the biggest, way it seems. I think it's one of the biggest frustrations as well. I think a lot of the small SMEs and the small one man bands would be better for apprentices. To have that mm. regular one-to-one, -one, that regular continuity of you know that mentorship. communication. Yeah, exactly. Mm. But a lot, of, a lot, a lot of the money and the funding doesn't reach that far, and they can't afford that. Or well, it seems to be a lot of the problems. Well, a lot of big, employers. I think, a, I think there's a lot of ignorance, Dave, with, with sell traders. I don't mm. think they realise the value of what they're losing think, out on. I think they want more. They want more. Mm. Uh, they want to be paid to do it. Uh, I've seen a few people say, "I'll be paid to do it," and I was like you know there is a benefit and you are paid indirectly but i think that i think they don't they don't just dig in and look into the advantages of apprenticeships as much as they should mm. um i mean my, my decision to take on apprenticeship was a selfish decision it was um i was generally struggling to find the quality of electrician that i wanted to fill the roles in my business so you thought so you'd mold your own yeah exactly um because i was thinking i just i'm worried about if i'm if i'm struggling now what's it gonna be like in five years in 10 years 15 20 years mm. You know, so if I can start to progress that, they may choose. To, I hope they choose to stay. But if they want to spread their wings, I'm going to support them 100 percent, right? But um, yeah, for me, it was about creating, and especially working in the railways, is that nuances and the things that come with it. It's very difficult to go to a domestic electrician or a new build um, commercial electrician and say, "Come into the railway world and learn." <laughs> It's 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 it's, 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 it's a lot of stuff to take on board, and it's a different set of standards. Although they, they align a lot, there's a different set of standards. And for me, having an electrician that only from their apprenticeship had worked on rail, my God, I, I mean that is gold mm. to me. Do you know what I mean? It's gold. Oh mm. wow, railway's so hard. Shut it's up. not hard. It's not hard, and it's not. It's not the electrical style is hard. It's all the other stuff. It's the. It's the track no, safety. It's, 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 so, it's rail all... sparks are the best. Shut up. Still anyway. use the Allen keys. Uh, yeah, Allen keys. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, Dave. Now you have never done the, the test to separate all sparks, have you? 
<laughs> Sam, you went right up and then went, have you? <laughs> no, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> I don't know, man. Um, no, you this haven't. Is... So this is the quick fire questions round with Sparky Ninja. And today it's sponsored by Tools Down, the home of Soldermate and the multi-award winning Cow Card. Available for next day delivery on Amazon. So go and check it out. Is this the game that started in like episodes three or four or something? After no, I it was much later than that. Was it? Yeah, I think what it was episode I... was you on? The first one, Dave? I was on the second, third, or fourth. I think yeah. it was the first was. guest. Yes, she was. One of my personal favourite ones, I think. Oh. Oh, all right, mate. Oh, I'll tell you why. I think Dave spoke some some honest truths that was hard to say at that time. I won't go into it. It's a long time ago, but I thought he put called some some governing bodies out. Um, and I, I respected that then. Oh, well, right now, I don't care. Yeah. No, but I just, I just thought it's good. Mm. You know what I mean? Have you got right, before we get onto the controversial subjects, he wants to right. play this. Right, what is it? Yes. Right. Well, I've so, heard these podcasts before, so I know you're right. I know the answer that, that you want me to say. Oh, well, maybe you do, maybe you don't. And okay, let me tell you, um, if, if you do get a, a question wrong, you'll be judged very harshly. Okay. 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 Right. So, Power Tool brand. Yeah. brand. (laughs) Okay. um, I was a DeWalt man. So far, so going south. I was a DeWalt man. Going south, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I like uh, (laughs) like Neil last week. I don't really have a collection of tools, and if I was to go out and buy some brand new stuff today, um, I'll probably use it two, two or three times, and I wouldn't break the bank. Listen, just say just saying. Tomorrow answer. morning, you've got a major job on. You've got to go and get some power tools. What are you buying? Okay, um, I'll probably just buy what's there. So let's just say, uh, I'll, stick, I'll stick. I'll stick with the wall because I've still got some of the batteries around if they still work. No, that's the correct answer. No one is shitty Milwaukee, right? But, okay, no, Makita. The problem, with, the problem with Milwaukee is everything's so red. I'll have to change everything. I just have to collect the set with that. Uh, yeah, exactly yeah. that. Right, yeah. next question. Uh, cutters or croppers? This is the only question that matters. Fuck. Side uh, cutters or croppers? Are, are those CK ones croppers? Those CKs with the purple handles? Yes. Yes. Those. Listen, that is the right question. Right They're the ones I use. <laughs> Um, right, tea or coffee? Ah, uh, well. Why is it so cold? I'm never. Because for me, what, there's, always, going, there's always. Imagine going out for dinner with Sparky Ninja. I bet he's one of the person goes, I need to know exactly what's going on here. Yeah, right. <laughs> At work, coffee, because if it goes cold because I'm so busy, I can still drink cold coffee. I can't drink cold tea. Ooh, cold if I'm coffee. sat down, if I'm sat down, I'll have tea. What kind of savage have we, have we got on this week? <laughs> it takes a lot of planning. Oh, that's cancer. Sam. It's right, mate. All right. All right. If it goes, if you're if if you're in a board and you're under the stairs, and you're not coming out for whenever it's fucking finished, and that coffee can't come in, that tea can't come in with you. You get a coffee. Then when you're done, and you have that little shake it off and stretch your legs, it's still drinkable. It's a cold coffee. I can't drink cold tea. Deep in these questions, I don't know what's going on here. Have you forgotten <laughs> the next question? <laughs> You've blown quickfire questions. Um, right. Uh, work trousers or jeans? Trousers. Yes. Day rate or price? Day rate. And favourite tester brand? 
Oh, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna write down. I'm gonna write down what I think you may say. Let's oh shit! Yeah, you're, you're on the chopping block here. Define tester. MFT. Uh, MFT. Oh shit! I can't even spell it while I'm trying to write. <laughs> that should give you a clue. <laughs> Probably writing the same thing as me. I can't spell it either. Yeah. <laughs> Mega. Mega. Oh, I went. You're achieving our new. Yeah. You're at Mitrell. He can't okay. spell Mitrell. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm northern. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. I'm trying to be quick. I'm trying. I'm trying I to be quick. Sure. <laughs> he can't spell Mitrell. <laughs> I like. <laughs> that must be Buckley's Oh He's my god. <laughs> oh, actually, can, can you see that box there? That's a yeah. Mitrell. That's a Mitrell tester. Mm. That's a mega tester, uh, and I've got uh, a Chevron new tester down here. But if I was to go out on the tools to, I know, I know. I don't know. Wait, hold on. Really but if I go, if I go on the tools tomorrow, I take the mega because I work faster with the mega. Right, hold on. Why have you got a brand new mega, a brand new other one? What was going on? Why have you got all these tools? What do you need them for? Well, actually, these are these are pat testers. Oh, okay. Um, and the, these are MFTs. Uh, the MFTs I've just got, um, I don't know, bought just a new one. And I've got gifted one. Uh, these pat testers are because I was going to do, I'm going to do some stuff on the fifth edition. Nice, nice. So I've got, I've got a little, When do we a, get big enough to get given free there's tests? A, there's a sneaky Q-Tech hiding behind there and all. No, talk about the fifth edition, right? Uh, we're talking about copper tea, yeah? Do you want to um, move closer to the microphone? Why don't uh, wait for it to cut out? Oh, don't, don't. <laughs> honestly, it, it well. triggers me right up. It does. I can't believe it. It really gets my nerves. Anyway, <laughs> uh, why don't these people like think to change that? It should be made a new law that all reg changes should happen on April the first. That should be the law because Neil, that's what? when financial years go. So now I've got and to April advise, Fool's Day. I thought you was Day. No, I've got to advise all my clients halfway through a financial year that the code of practice for the things we're charging for has changed, and that's just really crap. I, I um, realised that uh, this week I was like, I've now got advice and say, what do you want to do? I mean, the public draft was out a lot earlier, so you could kind of give them a heads up. Uh, but no, you're right. Um, it doesn't help you plan for your clients. A bit of a selfish. Yeah, I mean, it's a pretty, it's totally selfish yeah. reason. <laughs> I mean, sit, I sitting asleep about it as well. City and Guilds haven't updated the qualification yet. They're updating that in November. So, you know, things... Is there an overlap on this? I don't know, actually. Uh, it's just November 6th. They launched the new 2377. So they're basically just writing three or four more questions to go in the paper. That's about it, really. And then they'll relaunch it with a webinar. Um, Ninja, what is your opinion <laughs> on... Um, um, what is it? The uh, Flex... Oh, PSI Flex... Five, six, seven, two, whatever it is. No, have you had, a, have you had a butchers of it yet? It's BSI Flex five, seven, six, two, or something like that. Is yes, I've read it. Um, Come on, spill, spill. It's it's like well, at least. Come on. Obviously, it's 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 mainly concerned with the findings of Judith and all these people who are looking thinking about risk of fire in dangerous installations such as high rise. So we can't push that as the sole indicator to develop a competence control mechanism if it doesn't consider things like electric shock or other risks of 
utilizing electricity. So it can't be used as the sole new mechanism to define or select competence. And if it leans or reaches onto the CPS structure, well, that doesn't work as it is. So we can't lean on the structure that doesn't currently work to actually mm. control and determine competency. And, you know, as it says right now, it defines, you know, more dangerous installations being high rise, but that's obviously not defined and it may adjust. So at the moment, I've kind of concluded it's just a combination of good ideas and good intention. Um, but I can't see it. I can't see it just going like that straight into practice. It's going to take a long time. I do worry that the, the default has seemed to be to trust the schemes. And, I, and I'm like, well, where's the evidence to say that they're doing a good job? Uh, and I'm not calling anyone out particularly, just, just the facts of um, you don't really see many people that are happy to be with the schemes or, you know. Yeah. Um, it's, the problem is, we, you say it a lot, you know, we don't necessarily celebrate good workmanship. We don't really take photos of it in, dec in a parade around. Mm. And when we do see it, we don't all go, good show. We don't kind of celebrate that. We like to kind of look at the bad stuff and then look at who they're with and then moan about who they're with. And, yeah, it's a pet hate of mine. And I've been guilty you know, in the past. I'm not pretending I ain't. Yeah, it's not going to get anywhere with that. Uh, I mean, I, I chose a couple of years ago to kind of completely throw that away, that kind of mentality, um, and try to just promote good, good work and promote people who want to think positively and leave the other, others behind. Um, you know, um, that's it. I don't necessarily take... I don't upload photos of good work because I don't do much actual physical good work. work these days. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I take pretty pictures uh, of other people's work when I'm doing thermals. Mm. I do inspections. Um, I've taken some pictures of good installations that I've seen. Um, you, you know, um, this, uh, the, the uh, station, Gray Station, the working now is pretty smart. Mm. Um, you know, near where you know one of the things railway, but. The CPS, the CPS is being reimagined right now. They're looking, obviously, at a struct, you know, they're looking at, well, the NIC have already kicked the short course idea. Uh, and so... We'll, and the we'll NIC and uh, NAPIT have as well, haven't they, to be fair? Well. Uh, yeah, well, well I, I have, I have, I have more frustration with NAPIT because they have a habit of, of always finding an alternative method um, when it comes to training. And I have to, I have to literally go, that is shit to them for them mm. to for them to then acknowledge and then things suddenly to change a few weeks later i've had to do that a few times but um is that just maybe someone who's not in um uh, maybe in not well enough equipped with the knowledge to understand what they're offering or well they're under the, well they've got a new manager uh the guy i mean i can't go into all the details of the guy who was of there course. and where he's gone and all the background with it you know and and any other stuff that I know about what's been going on, but there was some, there was some, um, there was some necessary behaviours and stuff, and they're looking to change. Just like the NIC, we knew it. We knew that when Emma was in, and then Paul Collins and that team were all about the marketing, the branding. Um, John O'Neill's come back. He said, "No, let's pull this back. Let's go back to where we were in the late '80s, '90s, where we were a level, and the electricians wanted our, our 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 badge. There are many still that wear the badge, proud of that badge because they remember what it meant." I'm so proud it. of it. I'm, I'm proud of it. I really am. And so they, they are, they're, they're trying to do that. I think, I think one issue, one big issue right now is they've got this new thing to deal with, which is pilots going on the internet, talking to electricians who aren't them and getting an audience and creating this issue. You know, you've got the podcast, we've got the webinars and we've got such a, you know, a lot of electricians are now talking amongst themselves 
instead of going straight through their uh, Model. interpretations, models, or to quote one of them, alignment, um, mm. you know, that kind of thing. And so they have, a, you know, there's a, there's a lot... There's a lot more they've got. To, they're learning. They're learning. I mean, they are behind though. It frustrates yeah. me. I mean, I think Napit are leading the way in terms of public engagement, but yeah, well, I see they're miles behind. And uh, they've, they've got they've got the issue. Though. I think Darren's Darren's not Darren's not doing stuff anymore. Jake's there, and I think Jake's Jake needs some other person to kind of help him with the experience. Um, you know, to actually be confident in what's coming along. And mm. uh, these webinars that are coming out with the 18th edition Amendment Two. They've got to do something next year to prepare themselves. Because when we had the 18th edition, they did all the cinemas and all the popcorn and all that stuff. They're not going to be able to deliver that right now. They've got to. They've got to. They've got to develop a better team where they are. But uh, um, also, do you know what? I don't even know if it's that because I spoke to Jake the other week, um, and he's really he's on the same wavelength as us in terms of um, having a, like a confident conversation about queries and questions that people might have about the NIC. Mm -hmm. um, it's just not allowed to... Well, he has not been given the rein. Is my internet really bad? Yeah. Um, he's not been given the rein. Yeah, he's not been given the rein to do that. Um, and hopefully that's something that's going to change real soon. So as electricians who don't... who have issues, have someone to talk to about them um, and they can sort of... I don't know, like a fireside chats and stuff like that, being able to put out the flames... And I think that would be really important for the NIC. I don't think they do that enough. I don't think any of the incumbent bodies, from the JOB right the way through to any of them, really, I don't think any of them engage enough with um, in, in, in an age like we live in now, social media age, they should have a lot bigger presence in, with engaging with people. Um, and they just don't do that very well. No one, none of them do. I think I think the best at the moment at doing it, reaching out, might be the IET. Mm -hmm. They're really trying. They're really trying. Mm -hmm. Yeah, actually, I watched a webinar um, just on a power. Oh, what was it harmonics and power quality um, with uh, Mark, a gentleman Alex, and uh, Mr. Scum was on there last Friday. And oh, so I, normally, normally these things go on for a bit of time, but normally at the end they go, "Oh, Q and A, none finished." But there's a good 20 minutes of Q&A on that. Mm. And I was, I was quite impressed. There's there quite a bit of chat. And normally these things, you know, it's like I watched one the other day and it says, any questions? <clears throat> They're going, no. It was like, oh God, um, Instagram, Hager went live randomly in the middle of the afternoon. Two guys from Hager were talking about the 18th edition DPC. And there was about seven people watching them live. And I was like, I was like oh, okay, I'll watch this. And I was like, listening. But then any questions? Like, no. And they went off. I was like, oh. Yeah, they 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 they're trying to use these 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 uh, platforms, but they're probably just not mastering them quite yet. I think yeah, I think it breaks down because I think um, a lot of these things are generally planned, and they don't really hold the ability. I don't want to say knowledge because that's unfair, but they don't hold that ability to converse the regulations as well as they do to understand it. So when if curveball questions come in. They tend to go, oh shit! I'm not quite yeah, sure no, where to take that. You know what I mean? There's, there's a lot of scripting. Um, yes, that's probably the better way of putting it. And, yeah. and that's understandable. Um, these guys aren't on the tools, and they, uh, you know, they have a limited resource, limited um, dialogue. 
uh, I guess that's something that is quite unique with this kind of scenario um, where we can just talk about what we've been up to and we can do a little bit of technical talk as well. Well, that's what we're, I think what we're trying to do is trying to bridge that because I mean, what you guys do is very up there with the technical talk and all that and, and it's, it's, it's got a huge market for it. But I think we're trying to bridge that, bridge that gap in between trying to maybe talk mm talk to the coal face a bit i don't know if that's the right word or i or think a just... lot of people that watch what we talk about will come on to let's say for example a, a spark and ninja podcast or an e5 webinar they like what they're listening to but they don't quite know what to say about it <laughs> don't say they know what to say say like, don't fucking understand it <laughs> you know they're, 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 they're interested in this in what's being said but they don't feel that they can quite yet uh jump in engage and get what they want back uh, uh, so many guys will come to me on Instagram and they'll ask me some questions. I had a guy this afternoon talk to me about, obviously he's trying to select, uh, he's doing design, he's trying to decide about the selection of AFDDs. Uh, it's about lighting AFDDs and he's looking at the current levels. And he's looked at the webinars, but he just wants to talk to me privately about it. And mm -hmm. so, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm all pally and sending the thumbs up emojis and wishing him the best with his design and stuff. Uh, but a lot of people don't quite know how to jump in and engage. But then there is that pool of people that just just dive right in and sometimes our podcasts go on for three or so hours um, yeah i've been a bit guilty of um yeah of i mean yeah you came on to, you came, <laughs> but you came on to one you came on as a personal uh, one didn't you yeah and, then, and to be fair you treated me with that most respect it was i really enjoyed it i mean i come back with these guys and i was going oh, i really i really fucking enjoyed that most of it but the reason i enjoy that Neil, is only because of those people in that room really you know because you're yeah. saying stuff and then you're, they're there and you're 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 and then you bring them into the room and if you do that, then it goes on a bit longer, but it's a much more enjoyable experience than you just saying stuff and then finishing. It is such end. a deal. I, mean, I watched the first one. Um, so for those that are listening or watching, we're talking about the coding uh, webinars. Spark yeah, Ninja the coding Dave. ones. Yeah. And um, I, I watched the first one and I, and I took part in the second one and the, the difference was night and day. When I say I watched the first one, sorry, I watched it after the fact on YouTube. Yeah. So I didn't get that interactive feeling, but when you watch it on YouTube, it was electric. I, mean, I thought it was brilliant. I, I really feel like um, if, if you're, if you're going to go down that route, I feel like it's a, it's a winner, it's a real winner. Yeah. Well, that's what we're going to... I announced uh, a couple of days ago and yesterday that we've got November. I'm going to put on a couple of things and we're going to talk to electricians about DPC and commenting. What's DPC? The <laughs> draft for public comment, Sam. Sorry. All right. Okay, Sam. No, you would hate to work on the railways because it's full of free letter acronyms. Right. The 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 amendment to public drafts is obviously open now until beginning no, of December. DPC. Who knows what DPC means? I uh, feel like you're going to deliver. Up Mark, Mark, did you know what DPC is? Yes, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, like, so. yeah, but Sorry. you two are boffins. I'm not. I'm a dog. We'll keep, all right, we'll keep we'll keep it simple. No, I'm gonna keep it simple. Okay. <laughs> but, keep it simple, right. stupid. But this is what I'm saying, right, Sam? Right? There are people who want to understand what the industry wants them to do in the next five years or so, in 2022, then 2023 when this is in. But you may want to have something to say on this. You may want to say something about no risk assessment on RCDs, only A-type RCDs, no AC anymore, AFDDs. You want, you, you know, but you might not know how to comment it. And so we're going to do some stuff, no. and we're going to actually talk about how to comment and how to write it. I think it's a great you idea. I'll, I'll, do it. I'll tell you how I'd do it. I say Shout, to Mark, shouting, exclamation marks, I don't understand. Tweet him. Typing like yeah. that. <laughs> oh, I just asked Mark, Mark to do it for me. Yeah. <laughs> then do that. Oh, do, that in the room. do that, though. 
I, 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 what I like about this is that the creation of the buzz, for want of a better word, the creation of the interest, the comment, um, I think is exciting. I think it's showing that people actually yeah. give a shit about the industry and give a shit about about which direction it goes. And you know what? It's on it's on BSI and it's on the IET and it's on all the committees to to to, to really listen. If they if they really care, they've got to listen. And you know what? You may dismiss ninety percent of the comments, ninety five percent of them. I do, but listen to them and and and, and understand where where the industry because because if people are taking the time to read and comment, they deserve to be. I listened mean, to. you're already in your last video. You talked at length about AFDDs, costs, you know, and a lot of guys listening to this, listening to last week, might also want to you know offer an opinion, you know, and the platform is there. Oh, do you want to hear an opinion from, from last week? Go on, then. I'll tell you. I'll tell you an opinion from last week. No, no, Brilliant. No, no. Love listening to you guys. This is my new segment. It's called Triggered. Oh, you're um, Triggered. Okay. Uh, Brilliant. Love listening to you guys. Sam is a Carl, Pil Pil Carl Pilkinson of the group. It's not well. okay, is it? This is some bullshit. Accurate, and then accurate. what else is there? Um, oh, yeah, there's one about Spencer here. Spencer is like one of those toy cars outside a supermarket. You have to pop 50p in to get it working. <laughs> you're um, it's crap, by the way. <laughs> It's just, I'll just get I'll just, all at one thirteen. Sam is falling asleep. <laughs> the village idiot one's what? the best. Let's hear that one. What? I can't find it, bro. It's on there. Where? Uh, what? Maybe, maybe, maybe it was one of the clips, but there was a comment about you being. I think it's clips. I think it's clips. Yeah, yeah apparently I'm the village idiot. What do you, mean, you say apparently, like, like anyone in here is, is going to argue. <laughs> you are out of order that's all I'm going to say right in this natural break shall we do it what so well, what? well I'm hoping Sparky Ninja uh, knows what we're about to do we are about to go and do the tool dash are you ready I'm ready oh, right yeah okay yeah three two one Sam you staying oh well I left it wasn't I Mark where are you going Mark come back I didn't, go I didn't, on, say, I didn't say go <laughs> Wait, did you see his little northern legs? <laughs> Them little northern legs sort of scribbling around. <laughs> All right, while we go to Tall Dash... It's like he's got eight legs moving at once. Oh, Spider. Spider-Man. While we go to the Tall Dash, Sam is going to check his internet connection. Go. Um, yes, so actually today I have um, probably got coronavirus. Um, I feel very ill. Um, it's going to be a rough night as well. Um, outside of that, um, Mark's got really odd northern little legs. Um, Neil looks like he's very unkept. Um, and Ninja's trying to ignore my silly comments. <laughs> You're very weird, but I'm just going around my desk. <laughs> Basically, I, I spend this time mocking anyone else in the room. Oh, here he is. Here comes the Bigfoot. He's back. Have I got comes a reaction tonight? Or is it something else you've learned out about me for? <laughs> little legs. <laughs> little northern legs. I just call my old boss Little Legs. Oh. I was really what? mean last week about the, the beetle. <laughs> so you thought you'd bring it back up? Is that, is that, I thought is that, well, little legs. I thought he's got the set. <laughs> so. He has got like, abnormally small fingers. They're no not normal. Look <laughs> <laughs> it's my huge upper body what can i say the hands look small in proportion 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 right. So top left on my screen is uh, Mark Allison, also known as the head. Yes. Go. I've been, I've been a little bit naughty this week. I brought a pair of tools because I use them together. So it's these two. Team oh. oh. Red, Milwaukee, because they are the best. And they've got the soldering iron and the heat gun. So Ooh. if you're doing your... Doing your yeah, you're doing your, your strip, fire, strip fire, fire. You bit, a bit of soldering, and then you heat sleeve over them when you're doing your under cabinet oh. lighting and such. They're oh. they? Yes, no, they're powered. not. They're plug-in, you idiot. Of course they're battery. They've got batteries hanging off the bottom of them. Both come with an Allen key, because obviously all power tools nearly use it has Allen keys, so you get a free <laughs> Allen key with everyone. <laughs> you know what? Oh, yeah, you each what, week goes sexy. on. Each week I go on, I realise how long I've been out of the tools. It's just ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I knew this, I knew this thing was coming up, right? And I was like, right, where's my tools? <laughs> it's and embarrassing, like, Dave, honestly. Where terrible. are my tools? I, look, I, I, I looked in the garage, tools in there, and I asked my wife, where are my tools? She went, oh, uh, they're above the kitchen units, and then they've been boxed in. <laughs> she, she, yeah, I got screwdrivers and hammers, she shucked them up there. Did you give and it a look? What? I, 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 I don't know that. So. I've actually got a blinded <laughs> one this week. I've got a blinded one. I bought a new tool, so I'm so happy. Oh, yeah? Well, then. No, no. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's me. No, who's, okay. who's next? I'll, I'll go now, right? I, I've got two as well. But okay, back. okay. That's, 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 that's the same every week, Sam. Please let it need an Allen key. <laughs> Mitral. Is there a Mega in there or something? <laughs> oh, God. Oh. This is all under the same kit. So, Did you see what? that post I put on Instagram? Or I don't really do Instagram a lot. Twitter. Did you see the Mitral display? Yes, I saw uh, that. Yes, I That's did see wicked that. That's a wicked stand. Are you making that or something? No. So, I've got a contract to install right. EV chargers. Never done any before. So, I purchased the new MI3152. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's the entry-level one, isn't it? I don't know what it is, but... Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a throwaway you're not, one. You're not getting me yeah. biting, Sam. You're not getting me biting. But, it's got all the leads, as you would expect. But, right, that's not the interesting bit. So that's the main bag. What it come with, which I was really impressed with, what I thought was a nice touch. It's got another bag full of leads. It's got this ready to go. Well, Allen keys, nice. All these, all ready to go to do that to do your um, RA testing. That should be part of it, though, shouldn't it? Having that, I don't, I don't remember ever buying a uh, test kit to come with that. I might be wrong. No, you, you normally would have to pay extra, but if it's mm. like a, if it's a wrapped up EV kit, they probably have to throw that in now. And then the PS, <laughs> you ready for this, Dave? No. Oh. An EV okay. box. So part of your EV compliance testing is that you have to replicate an EV. And also, mm. you can't test an EV until you plug it in. So that is a, I think, a Type 2. Why does that look like it was, why does that look like it was made in the Soviet era? Like, who has them twisty knobs on things these days? Well, that's the, that set the, that's the so, European manufacturing at its finest, bro. So you've got your Type 2, which um, that'd be, that's a Type 2 AC connector, which mm-hmm. is like your Zappi. Mind you, Zappi will be a Type 2 connector like that. And then you can set your uh, 
your level of amperage for your overcurrent protective device on one. And on this is your CP state. So you'd have, this will mimic um, EV not, not connected, EV connected but not charging, EV connected and charging, and the last one will replicate a fault with the EV. And it will make sure that your EV smart charger or even dumb charger is doing what it should be in them states. That's an awesome bit of kit. I was really pleased with that. And it well, comes I've a nice kit. And that's my tool. And it's probably the best tool ever done on Tool Dash. Mm. Might be the most. Don't say too enthusiastic, Dave. It's definitely <laughs> the best one you've done. Definitely yeah. the best one you've done. Dave. I'm still waiting for the week when I can use this. Might check if your plug <laughs> is the correct size card. One no day. One, no one ever has used that. And I've got these here and all. Are they, are they any good? I, I had a guy contact me about those months ago, and I said, "Yeah, yeah, put it on Facebook." Looks like those sprockets are doing quite well. Yeah, I think so. He's on the website; they all sold out. Yeah, such a simple idea, but yeah. But Some of the, yeah, the best ideas message. are simple ones, though, aren't they? But they're often by people that know about the problems. Yeah, he's a Sparky. Yeah. He's a competitor yeah. of mine, actually. Oh, is he? Go on, Samuel. No. All right. Wait there. Wait there. I'll go on while he's going then. Go on, Dave. Uh, well, uh, okay. Well, I've got thermal camera. I knew he was going to bring a thermal camera. I've got a thermal camera here. Um, this is a Fleur C2. It's a low end, small resolution one, but I always suggested that electricians would have this or myself just going around sites so that I would always have it for the on the spot checks. I've got <clears throat> the Klein one. So, the Klein thermal camera, which I was sent. Um, yeah, but listen, <laughs> but um, it's we'll it's trying to make a living here. It's a it's a good resolution for a small imager, and that, you know, I, I'm I'm really trying to kind of get, get some material out there about the differences between qualitative analysis, quantitative analysis, and this is affordable, and all Sparks should be able to afford thermal imaging for an on-the-spot check. It's the difference between doing a survey. A survey is when you're going to use a higher end resolution camera and you're going to look at all the little pixels. And I'm trying to just put some material there to show the differences between the two. But this is the little, uh, the little climber. Yeah. Yeah. Me. Uh, and then there's the survey one. The, uh, That's got some zeros after it, hasn't it, Dave? <laughs> Flurry 95. This is over 10,000. Wait, when do we get some ten thousand pound cameras? <laughs> not, 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 <laughs> not gifted, but yeah. <laughs> this, is the, is... Uh, this is the Flurry ninety five. This is the one that majority of the images I put on the social media will be taken with. This is the ones I do surveys with. It's so I want to delve down. If we got some, I want to delve down. If that's right, Dave, because I've bought all my guys the um, the phone plug in one, the Flur one, the, the, which I think, like you say, should become a toolbox item. Yeah, yeah. If you've got a spark working near panels, walking around, mm. he can just go like that and he can see issues that are there already yep. uh, without actually having to get in there, having to get in contact, much safer, and also probably finding things you wouldn't normally look at. So for those yeah. that don't know, and I imagine this is not spoken about a lot, so there is a, a standard called SFG20. Have you ever heard of that standard? Surface, Services Facility Group 20, which is a maintenance standard um that basically tells it covers everything from fire alarms mechanical and electrical and in this standard net, yes. net rail are adopting this standard for their 
uh, how they want their electrical systems maintained. The, the definitive standard for building maintenance. Yeah. And um, in that standard, almost uniquely on electrical stuff includes thermal imaging surveys. It's not uh, new, is it, though? I mean, I've, I've worked with companies in food production, in manufacturing, and they, they I mean, one of, the, one, one of my main clients is a food manufacturer that's got 50 factories around the UK. Now, they're all independent brands in one larger business. So the independent brands will have their own funded EICRs, and then they'll have some thermal cameras carried out. But then the, the central group will ask me then to do a group-sponsored business-wide survey for fire risk. Um, companies like um, Coca-Cola, Walkers, all these companies, you go to their control panels, there's a thermal image in there under standard operating conditions. So as an engineer, you go in routinely, you just take an image and you can go, mm, and you can look. Yeah, yeah. It's just simple looking at those. And I think if I recall, I think the FLIR 1, is that what you called it, the FLIR 1? It's about 300 quid, 350, something like that. This, I think, is something like, it's around that 4, 450 mark. These are around about the same. You know, for, for less than 600 quid, you can get a camera that an electrician going around or even apprentice just doing routine things can just have it on there. And if there's an opportunity where a panel has been removed or access to an area has been given, then it's a holistic purpose because mm. you're then going to use it for that. You're not going to get in there. You're not going to touch it, but you're just going to take that second. They call it the sixth sense, Fleur do. Uh, yeah, and good, yeah, that's, that's, their, yeah, yeah. that's their term. Um, and it really is. I mean, I do a lot. I put up a lot of images. I mean, I, I put up an image and a lot of electricians will put up their images of cables that are basically dead. They're really, really, really hot. That's what electricians will do. They'll find phase imbalances. They'll find overloads. Uh, with surveys, I'll look more at uh, the actual thermal gradients and the trends to actually, and, you know, and the load patterns. So if I would back this up with the uh, FLIR, would be uh, the fluke clamp meter or they delivered it late, the FLIR clamp meter. And this actually connects to this so I can get the amps on the image. Oh, that's, so put, that's a lovely little touch, that yeah. is. It's all so about put, packaging it and giving it as much information under one photo as you possibly can to the client. So, so I'll put that around like phase conductors, and then I'll have that meter link connected to this, and I'll take an image of the phase with the amps on the image instead of me having to record it, log it, or anything like that. Oh, that's pretty awesome. So I've in just, terms of what... what, what I mean, that's a, that's a heavy, a heavy priced item. Oh, gotcha. Is the, is the value for you there in that camera? Do you see nine and a half grand's worth of extra value in that camera? Uh, I, I see more value in training first, doing proper level one, level two, ITC registered or, or other certified training and then hire the camera. Right, okay. So the training, the training is like uh, the first train, the, the level one training is a week. Uh, ITC is the company I trained with, um, but it's basically there's an international, there's a PCN register of personnel. Uh, you can always just do a little basic course, but you can go on the register. Um, that is two grand for the week. And then level two, which is level one is designed for you to be able to take an image and create a report. Level two is where you then compile the report and you kind of get the feedback and the opinion, the indemnity part right, to okay. your client. Right, level yeah, yeah. three is where you're what you're doing. Yeah, more. level three is where you more manage the whole shaboom kind of thing. I would invest in training first, hire a camera, and if you're getting steady business, then obviously you'll have repeat business because you're good at it because of your training. Then invest in the camera because mm -hmm. a lot of people buy the camera; it stays under the desk. 
Yeah, yeah. It doesn't earn the money. I mean, I've got a two grand camera. I won't say the name of it. Um, but it's... Um, and the Fleurs outperform that, in my opinion, in terms of quality. I mean... And I just, yeah. In my head, I can't get rid of I think, what, what's going yeah. on here? Fluke are great. Um, other companies are now getting into the, into the industry. We've got Mega's little one. We've got Klein. Um, and all sorts of companies now. Mitrell. Uh, those are bringing cameras. But what they're doing is they're bringing the, the bottom end. So those are for the guys doing spot tests, spot checks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, there's two separate sides of that. So, um, and uh, yeah, everyone should access one of these and just get used to the idea of thermal imaging. But then they should go on proper training if they want to go down the avenue of doing proper surveys. Yeah, but to be fair, you've done um, quite a decent uh, YouTube video on it, haven't you? Because I, I, yeah, I did. I did yeah, I did because um, again, a lot of guys will get the camera and they'll see things like reflective apparent temperature, emissivity, and it's not hard to understand if you just go through that bit of kitchen physics, as I call it, about understanding how radiation works and about how understanding how the germanium lens and lens transfer and reflectivity and all that crap that's in the video. This is um, really important for people to, who are listening yeah. and watching to understand yeah. that because you people, we live in a, a point and shoot society mm-hmm. where I'll pick up a camera, point and shoot, it tells me what I want. But this, it does. as your video is into a lot more detail, it doesn't work like that in this situation. And when I watched your video, I was like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, I'm done. You know what I mean? <laughs> I really don't understand <laughs> how this fucking shit works. And, yeah, uh, I mean, you uh, can point uh, this at plant and machinery, but if you've got a very if you've got a very low emissivity, then you're going to be reflecting a lot of temperature off of the room, and it'll look cooler than it actually is. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there is you know there's that little learning curve for you to competently interpret the image. But for any electrician, though, if you focus on the insulation and the plastics, these are the surfaces of higher emissivity. Don't look at the shiny stuff. Low emissivity mm. lies, it's another FLIR term. If you focus on the insulating materials, they'll give you the higher values, the higher accuracies, and they'll give you the true representation. Yeah. And have, then, you seen, yeah. have you seen the new Cat S62? Because we use the Cat S61, it's a smartphone and the flare. Phone. Yeah, smartphone and flare lens combined. So we all have the Cat yeah. S61. Had, but the had, S62 looks pretty decent. I had the S60, I think, which was like the first one. That was really this. I was, I was really into the idea of it. But the no. phone part of it was too restrictive. We've got to go back a little bit and you two are talking about things that I ain't got. What, what are you talking a, about? It's an Android phone by Cat that's got a FLIR lens in, a bit like this little lens. I think so the most important question is here at the moment, have you ever taken it to a so-called haunted house and looked for ghosts or <laughs> EVP type stuff? Yeah. It's- oh, sure. Yeah. Why do you give him validation? Why do you give him validation? <laughs> Did you see? I don't believe any of that stuff. But I went with a mate. I'm <laughs> <laughs> so happy right there. That's why I want it. That's why I want one. Yeah, we saw some funny shapes. We saw some funny shapes on the wall. And about half an hour later, the shapes changed in temperature very, very significantly. I still don't believe any of it. I need to do that. I didn't know that was a thing. I'm going to have a go at that. See, I need to get one of them just for that. Just hire a camera for a weekend, no, I'm gonna. I'm, I want. Well, listen. Who wants to see my tool? <laughs> <laughs> Unless I think that is probably the longest tool um, discussion Sorry. ever in the history of Monday Club, which is brilliant. So, Sam, you better be bringing some shit. You better be bringing something. It's been on a tool marathon, hasn't it? Bloody <laughs> right, hell! Listen, listen. This is because I've got Corona. I've invested in something excellent. <laughs> I thought he's already got away for it. What's he got away for? Uh, <laughs> where are you going? How big is this thing? Ah! <laughs> it's a ninja. Oh, 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 it's a nin
This is in honour of our guest. <laughs> what is that? Oh dear. This is my COVID mask. The COVID mask. I thought it was a From ho- the Shinobi Guild. I thought it was a hockey of samurais um, goalkeepers and mask. ninjas. I've actually got these ones made up, but they just oh. like, like jo- they just like jock straps. Oh, I know. I'm so I'm annoyed brand. how good that is. I'm so annoyed how good that is. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I thought, in honour of our guest... Wear it on the bus, wear, Sam. Huh? Wear it on the bus. Wear it everywhere. On the bike. <laughs> it is a bus wanker. But, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And also, it covers your mouth, which is always a bonus. Hey, bro. <laughs> so, is that seriously your tool? Yeah, man. <laughs> it's, it's PPE. Yes. It's, it's exactly everyone else that. around him. <laughs> oh, mate, it gets hot real quick. I was sitting over there for about 10 minutes listening to you lot bore on about fleers and stuff. And I was like sitting there thinking, Fleers? You was listening to us talk about fleers. Fleers. He's caught the northern, hasn't he? That's what's up. Yes. <laughs> Mark, you've had an interesting week, haven't you? Uh, yeah, I've had quite a bit going on this week. Um, so, uh, those um, pictures you sent in some interesting properties up. Where are you working? Up in Scarborough, we've got um, a complex of eight apartments that we're doing up. So up on the Esplanade in Scarborough, if anyone's familiar with up there. You guys won't be, but um, Mark, Ninja maybe. Mate. maybe. Hold on. Should we get the subtitles? Yeah, you fire them up, Sam. This is it, isn't it? Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Can't go a week without you coming up with that, can we? So yeah, we're doing that. There's all sorts of It's your fault. You'd want to talk like it. Yeah, cheers. All sorts of interesting curving and and fittings around the places that we've got to work around. Curving, I think. Curving, curving. Babesing on it now. Work around. So I've been trying to get some content. We were talking about earlier about the content that's going out there and um, show some good work. Obviously, I can't show my own, so I'm videoing Matthews. Your what? Mm, stop it, Sam. That's the stop it. <laughs> so he's he's busy on that one at the moment. And um, yeah, we're going to be there for a couple of months, to be truthful. It's quite a big job. So in terms eight, of eight properties, was it? Yeah, so there's eight apartments across three buildings. Yeah, Victorian. They all kind of neighbour onto each other. Lovely view out over Scarborough. So we've got that to, to mm. navigate. And um, yeah, just with the apprentice one-to-one thing again. So... I was counting it up actually before we came on. Since Friday, we've had ninety-four guys getting in touch. So is this seven? Um, what, what Seventeen is, of them speaking to employers. Sorry, mate. Wow. So, so you said because with the apprentice, one thing it seems to take a little bit of a I don't want to say dive, but sort of calm down a bit. Yeah, and has that gone back up again now? Yeah, I took that as a positive, thinking that you know it's maybe settling down a bit mm. um, if, because the it. message was still getting out there, but yeah. definitely this last week. Uh, my phone has been off the hook with messages and Instagram mm. uh, DMs. Well, a lot of people are still struggling though, because a lot of a lot of people are losing their jobs because of lockdowns and all these things. Yeah, and that's yeah. something we do have to be mindful of when we're on about encouraging um, domestic uh, sole trading electricians to employ apprentices. It's harsh and tough out there at the minute, and we do have to realise that you know it's a big commitment to take somebody on into an apprenticeship. So anybody who is doing that, full credit to them. Um, there's loads of guys there looking for work still right now. So if you are in a position to provide somebody with a job, mm. it is rough out there. It, it is. It's really well, just, mean... just tonight before before I logged on, I don't know if you all heard the Boris Johnson's latest uh, saucy. Yeah, no, it's just kind of was late. We're a week. We're a week behind everyone. Obviously, since it was last week, if you're listening mm. now, and it's like, um, yeah, they're sort of extend the furlough into November to uh, 
two 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 thirds, I think, of people's money and two thirds, yeah. It's look it's this really not looking like it. I mean, we're at a stage now where um we have more people in hospital or the same level of people in hospital now than we did just before lockdown. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really, my, really my, yeah. I mean, we, I discussed this over there with my wife, and my I got I got four boys, three go to school, and in those classes, they're all the, the classes are bubbles, but in those classes, they're in there with twenty five other kids. So that's technically a, a bubble of seventy five people. My house shares with, and they've got families. So my little bubble is actually technically seventy five families. So, but they won't take school out because, yeah. But the problem is, they won't take school out because that's when you're going completely where we were before, and they don't want the rift that's going to come Mm. with that. I'll Mm. be honest with with uh, my uh, daughter. She's eighteen months. She's. I would say that on on a very small scale, she suffered um, social development. Suffered. from not having the social interaction with other kids quite frequently, yeah, playgroups and stuff like that. Mm. So we've we've actually put her into a playgroup now. Um, there's one around the corner that's really good with the whole COVID thing, but it's the knock-on effect in schools that I'm really. That's we're not really going to know the full fallout for probably ten years. There's a lot of kids that have missed six months of school, mm. um, and, and it's. You're not learning via your computer. Some kids can, but many won't be. And I think it's just a very sad situation. And I definitely don't want it to go back into lockdown. Um, I think they're trying to avoid that at all cost. I think um, it's, it's the last straw, isn't it? Yeah, I, I, don't, think, I don't think it'll go back to lockdown, uh, nationwide lockdown. There'll be small. I think I think Liverpool's in quite a, a poor place at the moment. I don't think they're looking too healthy up there. But hopefully, um, by, sorry, mate, go on. I was just going to say, I've seen the whole range of it across my kids, because obviously the age yeah. from four, four years old to 22, so they all still live at, at home with me. And, you know, Matthew's had his social life restricted massively. Nathan's been going off to university, sent back home, back to university. Um, Jack's absolutely loved it, so he's nine years old. He thinks lockdown's brilliant, staying at home, playing Fortnite all the time with her schoolwork. And then Isabel missing all her mates, and like you say, with the social development, you worry about it, don't you? Yeah, I really that do. Interaction. And I think that maybe has affected her a little bit. So, you know, it's, we don't, we're not going to know how this is going to play out for maybe a couple of years, what the long-time effects might be. It's funny that we, that we look at it now and I'm thankful for during this time, you sort of look at your kids and you think, I don't want, I don't want them to rely on social media, but you have something like this, you go, thank God social media is around for yeah. them to at least interact at some level. Can you imagine this happened if we was 10? No internet, no phone. We'd be, we'd be knocking down fences. You know, that, parents, <laughs> there'll be, be kids like lying on the street and their parents just killed them. You know what I mean? Like, I've had nothing. I'll take it anymore. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, because you think, like, at 10, like, I'm 38, at 10, I don't think, like, things like Super Nintendo were about. Oh, no, not even the Nintendo. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm 38 and I had the NES. Well, straight away, about. you don't get on because I was a Sega man. Yeah. Sega Mega Drive. Sega I Mars. had a Mega Drive. I didn't have a Master System, so I had oh, NES, Super Nintendo. That was kind of my brother had that side. I had this. I had the Sega side. But you wear a Sonic T-shirt. How can you just just turn your back on Sonic like that and go with a snake? I want some back on Sonic. It's fine. No, oh, it's a love well, Sonic. Golden Eye beats everything. So shut up. Yeah, but that's a bit later on. On right? the N64. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, because of, of the knee serpent, you can just get on one knee and crawl around, staying on one knee and shoot people in the dick. Um. <laughs> 
Classic. <laughs> See, the ninja tactics were early on. I won every time. <laughs> but um, and before that, it was Mario Kart. Mario There's Kart nothing... was the one. Yeah. Mario Kart was the one. That, what was it? The ghost, the ghost one, the haunted one. That was a track. Rainbow that... Road was always a struggle. The, rain, the, uh, the ghost one, you had to be cool trooper on that one. Did you ever have that gun with a duck hunt game? I don't know. Yes, yes. Of course. Mm -hmm. Who didn't have that? Listen, Ninja. Yo. Did you ever see Weird Science as a youngster? I did, but I didn't actually kind of uh, focus on it. It was on, but I didn't kind of like. What? What are you talking about? Big Trouble in Little China? Yeah, good movie. Yeah, good movie. These two never saw Weird Science. What, was the, what was the movie um, with Eddie Your Murphy? Your microphone's gone quiet again. What was the movie with Eddie Murphy? Um, the Golden Child. Remember that one? No, it weren't Eddie Murphy. It was hold on? It was, was Eddie it when, Murphy? Yeah, to spend all that money or something. Spend like. It wasn't Eddie Murphy. Millions. That was um, Bruce, Bruce's Millions. No, it was, oh, yeah. it was the Golden Child. It was Eddie Murphy? Golden Child. Oh, no one's seen your boring movie, man. <laughs> He's all interested until you realise he's wrong about being Eddie Murphy not being there. <laughs> anyway, listen, one last thing before we go. I've got um has Beck been in touch for his prize? Yes or no? Yes. Oh, so he wants his prize, has he? Yeah, he's done. It's done. It's gone. Oh, sorry, Joe Rogan, you lose. <laughs> what can you do about it? Joe Rogan. Have... Robinson. <laughs> Joe Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> you mean what he's you had know, way no. too many beers. <laughs> Are you talking uh, to Joe Rogan? How have you got that number, Neil? I don't know. I know I'm very jealous. And have we got any other... Um, we've got no other competitions going alive, have we? No, not this week. I ain't got nothing to give away, mate. Well, no, but have we got one to announce? We've the laser. Week, you lunatic. Winners, I've already... Well, I should have posted it today. I ain't done the video yet. Yeah, what's the, what's the, what, who's the winner? Oh, mate. Oh, I, don't even remember oh. the, I don't even remember the competition. It was for the laser, brother, and it was the darts, and then Nick Bundy. Oh, you can't remember. Oh, well, we've got it sorted then. So, is, are we all done? Uh, anyone, else, anyone else bring to the table? Yeah, well, have you asked our guest? It's oh, an open question. No, I, I, um, I've been watching these. Uh, I've, I've found them to be quite enjoyable. Um, what is the plan for... Um, the Monday Club, is it to kind of try to bring more people to kind of chat on this stuff, to look at things, or is it just any kind of thing goes? What's the, what's the plan? I, I think it's anything goes, um, within reason, obviously. I don't, we, I think... There'll be no would-you-rather questions. There'll be no would-you-rather questions, no. <laughs> but I, I, I think what we're trying to do is go back to sort of what podcasting is generically, and there's people with a common theme just talking and shit and see where it goes. Um, there's, no, there's no sort of agenda. There's no... Um, it, I, I really want... When I'm wrong about something, I want people to come and tell me I'm wrong. I want to learn. I want to improve. Um, mm. And I think I hope everyone in this room feels the same way. Um, so, it's yeah. One of, it's, it's, kind of one of, it's kind of one of the reasons I slowed down with my one because my podcast was just me. Talking, 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 and then you kind of get verbal diarrhea kind of at that point. But obviously, when I started doing it with the other lads and stuff, it's a lot easier where you can just bounce off. Mm. A lot more comfortable. I think that's what we want. And, and, and I don't I don't want it to be, be turned into something where... And I'm sorry, when I say I, we don't want it to turn into something 
that is uh, clashing with anything or upsetting anyone. We want to just try and create something that we're all a little bit proud of. I mean, I don't really care if I change anyone's mind. Um, uh. But if people turn up and they get something from it, I'm happy about that, you know? Um, but yeah. It's just, it's, for me, from my point of view, there is no agenda. It's just, well, there's a core team that we all talk all the time. And it, and I bet every podcast to, starts like that. I bet it's the same with you, Dave. Yeah. Like, and then we, we talk, just, talk, talk, talk. You think, hang on, someone might enjoy this. Yeah. Yeah. Hit, hit the button. Mm. Yeah, and it's just it's just fun. There's a bit of banter. It's a it's trying to it's trying to make it. I don't know what it is. We just have a laugh. That's I think ultimately we, what we want is to try and just bring that to try and bring something to that sort of coal face working class sparks. Mm-hmm. Um, and sure not. No, I'm not. I, 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 listen, that's why. We, but listen, yeah, that's but again, why it's I mean, important to bring everyone else in and go. Look, we're yeah, trying to cover everything. Yeah. But again, flipping on the side of this, I mean, the discussions you've had last week with AFTDs and with metallics, you know, different metals and stuff, it's good. It's good, uh, you know, for some people, because it's not BS, blah, 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 which a lot of our stuff would be. You know, there's a lot of uh, honest opinion about that. And I think that's pretty good. And I've actually been kind of laughing along to many of these. Well, I'm glad you sort of get, I'm, not, you know, I'm glad you're enjoying it. And this is what we want. Yeah. We just want to create. I'll tell you you what, if I can sum it up in in a sentence, is we want to create something where some people are not afraid to feel stupid, you know, and just create something where they can come in and go, oh, other people are talking about the things we talk about on site. And it's quite hard to be as stupid as me. But do you know what I mean? It's like dissimilar metals. I've never, I've never, I've never really, I thought I'd say Again, if you say dissimilar metals, you kind of think, well, no, I've not seen that exact thing. But then when obviously Spencer talks about erosion, you think, Oh, okay. I've seen that a lot. Exactly. And as soon as you said about the SWA glands, and I thought I've seen that so many times, where the where hmm. the eighth of an inch around an SWA gland is corroded. I've seen it loads of times. Mm-hmm. It's true. You know, and I sort of so that's I took away and and yeah, just just, just try and create something that's light-hearted, a site welfare cabin recorded on YouTube. Yeah, like. essentially. Mm. But yeah, there's no agenda. There's no nothing. Uh, we're just four sparkies having a laugh. Mock, well, mainly me mocking everyone, and um, yeah, just having a laugh. How do other people come on? What's the? Uh, is it just like, man, min- just 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 reach out. Honestly, there no. is no one who's not welcome on this on no. this thing. And and as long as I mean, you guys treated me with the utmost respect on your uh, when you invited me on, and that's what to we. Be, wanna... To be fair, to fair, Neil, I mean. You were the right person for it, weren't you? Well, I mean, this can't you, you know? say that? And I hope I just wanted to respect the brand and I wanted to respect. And I went on there with with fully knowing that, and we want to offer that to anyone else. <laughs> hmm. We were we want you to we want to respect people to come on, and all we ask is you respect the show when you come on. You know what I mean? It's just not. There's a lot of sh- there's a lot of shit that goes on, and it needs <laughs> to stop. It fucking just needs to stop. It's social media, man. We're all guilty of it, and. Um, the other day, me and Neil had maybe a 24-hour argument. <laughs> Neil acted like a baby the entire time and wouldn't pick up the phone. He only wanted to do it via text. I don't argue. That's why it went of, on for 24 I've, hours. I've done that a few times, to be fair. I just can't, but I, can't, I, don't, I don't want to argue in front of my child and in front of my kids. And oh, that'll bore an excuse. No, I'm, I'm a big believer in if I don't want to <laughs> talk, I just won't pick up the phone. Mm. 
you know, sometimes. And we all have bad to... days and we all yeah. have had, had bad weeks. And I've said this many times, I've, I've had bad months, for fuck's sake. I've had bad quarters, you know, before Christmas, <laughs> before Christmas last year, I, I, I really hit a down point in, in terms of my business, not in terms of what we was doing, but in terms of where my head was at. I couldn't answer the phone. I couldn't, uh, emails was like a struggle, you know, and we shut down for the first time ever in 10 years. We shut down for two weeks of Christmas and it's the best thing I've ever done. And I will, sh- I will make sure I shut down every Christmas now. Mm. Times like this give, you know, times like this with COVID give me a lot of perspective because there are so many people going through issues, obviously, on top of their other issues. And like they all, they'll ask me for some help or some opinions and I'll give, it, give them some help or some, you know, some opinion. And then they'll come back and they'll, they'll just peel the onion a bit more. And then you go, you know, and you realize what actually they've got going on. Mm. And it kind of makes you just assess what you're, you know, what you've got going on yourself and what other people are trying to cope with. Also, a lot of people put it, it's, everyone's worried about putting a front on as well. And, and, and that's not a dig at anyone. It's like, you know what? No one wants to look like the vulnerable person. And we've all been there. I've been really vulnerable. I'm sure everyone in this room has been vulnerable, right? And, and, and sometimes social media, you feel like you need to um, put, the, put the, that front on. Nothing can bother me. And um, yeah, sometimes that gives you a false sense of, I don't know, machoism or whatever it is. You know what I mean? And uh, I've been guilty of that so many times. It's just, well, it's just the same as me. It's media. Mm. it's the same with any media is you put yourself out in your best you know yeah because the yeah. first thing you think about is how do i look and how does this come across uh, and a lot of people then obviously they go quiet and we've had a couple of lads go a bit quiet lately and we've been messaging them and they've got you know a couple of guys have got some real issues going on mm. um and you know when you talk to people regularly then you realize they just stop talking to you or they just stop interacting you know and it, you then reapproach them and that's you know yeah i've had a few just past couple of weeks going through PTSD and all sorts of things. Um, yeah, it's rough out there. It's certainly, everyone's got problems. And like you say, COVID is sort of another problem on top of problems. And even myself, someone as resilient and handsome and just well-rounded as me has had massive struggles uh, in the last month or so. Uh, well, no, well, longer than that, but the last couple of months, and, you know, it's just about, it caught up with me. It caught up with me. And I think that it's starting to catch up with people. You might have got through the initial lockdown, mm. but now you're starting to feel it. You're starting to feel it in your pocket. You know, things, it's you've tough gone, out you've, there. You've gone through a great change, though, because you've now moved to a nice house. You're near the water. So you're feeling a lot better about yeah. that? But yes and no. So, yes, it was brilliant moving down there. Best thing I've ever done. Greatest thing ever. Um, <laughs> but, mate... I come down here with different, with probably a very incorrect mindset, and ended up. Um, I'm back. I'm back working. Um, just took any job, um, and it's rough. It is rough. Money wise, is rough at the moment. I'm actually the worst off I've ever been in That's terms of earning. Hey, That's temporary. You're going to go back to try and try on your own. <laughs> oh no, yet. I've just had to yeah. take it easy for a bit for mental health reasons. You have to take it easy for a bit. Just, you know, do, do, get up, do life on life's terms. And that's it. Mm. Um, and, and, but what I would say is the struggles I've been through, there's a million people going through at the moment. Um, if you can, reach out. Don't bottle it up because that's the worst thing you can do. 
I'm not giving advice. That's the worst thing I did was bottle it up. And then, yeah, it's not great. Your, your microphone's gone. Yeah, your microphone's gone. Yeah, I mean, don't Excellent. expect don't expect um, your mates online to have the answers, but sometimes offloading and letting those you network with understand a bit more about you might help you be a little bit more comfortable. Yeah, definitely, man. Around people. Do you know what I've got? I'm gonna, I say right this at the end, his microphone week. went off. Yeah, I say this every week. That is the same setup as Joe Rogan uses. It's about <laughs> it's about six hundred quid's worth of kit there. And every single week, every week. this happens. It's just unbelievable. I, I mean, I've got this little thing here. It's been here for years. It's working. This is the very first microphone that we bought. It's um, Audio-Technica 2100 USB. And, mate, it's never failed me. <laughs> but, so, what's on the agenda for you? Like, I mean, with Sparky Ninja, obviously... I think it's fair to say you had a bit of a tough time during lockdown because obviously the carpet got pulled out from under you in terms of training well, and yeah. stuff like that. Uh, professionally, for my myself, feeding my wife and the kids, it was it was it was horrible because all my training for well from April April through well all of it was cancelled. Um, I had a couple that's of things. That's that's really rough. Um, I had a couple of things I could do. Um, and then I had one contract that I could take up, which was an offer to me that was um, I could do. But I did that, um, but I had some other time, and I could have done more for myself. Um, but I had, I had again. I've got. I don't. I'm not going to assume everybody who's listening knows about what I do. But I've got a few communities of thousands of people, and my inbox was just filling up and filling up and filling up and filling up. Um, furlough, furlough, da, 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 da. can we do this? Can we do this? And so I, I just thought, well, okay, look at the industry. And the industry wasn't doing anything at that nothing. time. And so it was doing nothing. We messaged a couple of uh, companies about, you know, can we help promote something you're going to do so we can send them there? I got a lovely <laughs> message from, um, I'm saying lovely in a cynical way, uh, <laughs> from, a, from a Eddie from Voltamum about promoting their stuff. And then, um, they refused to even mention. They actually censored a guy from even mentioning me on one of his on his webinars on their on their it, site, which was fun. But no, so I put the webinars on. Um, and they're, they're done fantastic. I didn't they? I didn't know what's going to happen. Didn't know. Uh, it turned out that a lot of sparks were off work. Yeah, you know, I'm not going to expect that to always be available. But a lot of sparks were off work, and so we did two a day. Then we did three a day, and I started doing a podcast. Uh, and then it, it grew and it grew and it grew. And then obviously we rolled through them again and they grew because people had heard about them and wanted them to come in. Um, and we delivered about 30 odd webinars. And um, off of that, others started doing that. So I can kind of calm down and get on with earning my own money. Yeah. yeah. Um, and now I'm, I'm kind of in the middle. I'm trying to obviously earn my own money from home so that I can carry on doing stuff yeah. as working ninja. Because I can't subcontract training because uh, I've got two courses on site in November. And obviously with the lockdowns, I don't know. They may cancel them just it like could. that. So, um, are, so, you, so yeah. are you back on top? Are you thriving again? Or are you on your way to it? I, I, I could be thriving if I wanted to push just Spark and Ninja product. Uh, you know, yeah, I could look at sponsor opportunities and stuff. But um, I'm, trying, I'm trying just to keep the family fed and trying to do the 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 honest work because a lot of people expect what i do to not be completely 
monetized and try to be equal right so, so i'm worry. trying yeah i'm trying as long as i can there will be a point though where i'm gonna have to say right for me to carry on doing this i'm either gonna have to nut up and shut up or i'm gonna have to kick it so i'm either gonna take sponsors to then fund someone to develop the rest of this thing or i'm gonna have to kick it and then get on with working full-time i bet you can hear me now can't you i can probably hear you now yeah Yay. i just found out what it is what? cable no, it's a Zoom. It's a Zoom tick box that automatically adjusts mic volume. So I unticked it. <laughs> um, what was that? Sorry. But that brings us to the end of the uh, podcast. Um, and I was hoping to close out without Neil's microphone on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but listen, uh, huge thank Peter, you. It's been really good to have you on. It's, I'm really pleased to have had you on. Yeah. Um, and to wear my ninja mask. Um, <laughs> Mark. No, I think yeah, I think it's um. I think there's a few people that will uh, appreciate it. So, yeah, yeah, I, I'm, I'm really happy. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for uh, taking the open invitation. Yeah, no worries, guys. We'll do it again sometime, yeah? Yeah. Marcus? Yeah, nice chatting. And it beats not doing anything like last Monday. The only reason I come on these things is my family go out on a Monday night. I've got nothing else to do, so I come and talk with these idiots and listen to them rambling. <clears throat> All right, on that note, see you later, everyone. ta Bye-bye. Your microphone is so... Goodbye.